COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease may include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you are experiencing these symptoms and have come into contact or are in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult with a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. Welcome to CineQuest Video. Martial arts champion in search of the glow. Master, I need more time. I am no longer your master. A rock and roll star on the rise. I know what it's like to lose precious things. A madman. Shogun of Harlem. A maniac. You're going to put my video on your show, aren't you? The answer is no. And the glamour, the power, and the sound of Motown. I don't want you to kill anybody. Are you out of your mind? The Leroy Green I'm looking for. The little pop thinks he's a kung fu master. I am no master. You sure look like a master to me. This is Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Oh. It's about the power of the glow. Timok, Vanity. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon, directed by Michael Schultz, a Motown Productions picture from TriStar. Okay, so uh, welcome to CineQuest Video, episode number I don't remember. Uh, if you haven't gathered by now, we're going to be talking about the movie The Last Dragon, round mm. two. <laughs> right, yeah. <sighs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> the remix, <laughs> the remix, yeah. Um, okay, so and it, I think the guys, the uh, intro we normally do is uh, Cinequest Video, the podcast that delves deep into those VHS classics to the modern day format and beyond, 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 beyond coronavirus. Yeah, actually, wow, Roland broke it up there, but <laughs> yeah. Speaking speaking of which, uh, we're all in our self quarantine areas in our respective yes. undisclosed locations and but, solo bunkers but yet we still podcast for the listener well i'll, I'll say where i right. am i am at the pacific northwest headquarters of moquest studios yeah i dare you to find right. that i out. i am in their <laughs> primary studio um <laughs> and i'm in uh the centralized version of moquest studios here in you Lower know what South i love Texas. about the pacific northwest uh studios uh facilities and what's that um the they, they always notice stock founders all the ipa for me <laughs> oh. Oh, that, sounds, that sounds horrible yeah it's uh, ray is, it's really kind that you know the company you know pulls the you know pulls a little bit out of the budget just for a little old darkwing drunk it's great you know it's great about that daniel uh speaking of which uh, the studio here in uh, South Texas actually got me a Founders DK, DKML for my birthday. And uh, Oh, yes, yes. The Western Division, yes. Yeah, yes, that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah, the, uh, where Jamie is the studio manager. Yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. 
And right. uh, they decided to s- supply me with uh, one of these beers that has 14% alcohol in order so I can mm. re- for me to record with ease and comfort. Lucidity. Yeah. <laughs> what about <laughs> what about you, Roland? How's uh, your studio management going on in your neck of the woods? My undisclosed location in the area right the, above the central the southern Texas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> studio yeah right above the uh right above the butt crack of moquest uh studios i am situated have they have <clears> they <throat> provided any amenities for you uh everybody can get two packs of baby wipes and uh there are no more paper towels that's but a it, shame that is that is the <laughs> uh I guess that's that is the the uh, the important uh, news of import here currently. <laughs> Otherwise, so uh, tap water today. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Best. I love I love filtered tap water. <laughs> Tasty. So for those of you who are actually, if you're hearing this at the time that you're still quarantined, we hope you enjoy and you should check out the movie The Last Dragon, which is the movie we're going to discuss right this second. So. Do you guys know much about, uh, I mean, I know the both of you have seen this one way the hell more than I have, but... Uh, I think that's, an, you know under, much that's about... an understatement, Roland. It is, but so for the, but for the purposes of, of this recording, it's also useful to uh, mention, right? But um, uh, did you guys know much about like the actors or the set itself or the the cast? Or, sorry, the, on, the only person I knew outside of, of the movie was the name Barry G- Gordy when I was a kid. Because I mean, I've heard like the Motown shit and stuff like that. He wrote it, and, and um, I knew who Vanity was. Okay, and I that's because um, just like one name, hot. Okay, as a child. I did not even know that Barry Gordy was attached to this project. I just knew it was The Last Dragon, and Chris and I would talk about it endlessly. Um, we fucking love this movie. So today I called Chris, right? Well, yeah. we reconnected, right? And Because uh, he got into a situation where I'll call you back. And what the fuck did I tell him? Oh, yeah. This is not a punishment. And then he just hard back, this is a celebration. Oh, no, I said, this is a celebration. He goes, but master, why? <laughs> <laughs> he knew exactly what fucking movie I was talking about. Like, <laughs> Cool. Um, so, yeah, I only knew this as The Last Dragon. Uh, later, when I was an adult and I was looking back at it, I was like, wait, Barry Gordy was attached to this project? What the fuck? And I was like, oh, wait, that makes sense with all the fucking music. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Um, what was the name of it? Um, Motown. Motown Records. Yeah, bro. Records. Come on now. That he like ran everything out of. The Temptations, it. honey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you not familiar? That's something I, I love about a lot of the music of the they they played in the interludes and shit. Is it was so reminiscent of the of all that, that old Motown, yeah, Motown sound. Music, yeah. Uh, Roland, are you familiar with any Motown music? Uh, I mean, I couldn't name anything, but probably. Uh, Temptations, My Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All, all right. of that. I think uh, <laughs> Diana Ross was a part of that too. I believe. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like a bunch of fucking artists, and not necessarily like people who necessarily like associate with the Motown sound were like attached to that. Um, 
names are escaping me, but I mean, it was a major record label for a hot minute. Man. That's right. Like, it was like hits. I mean, of major. I, I, I mean, people hit Motown. They were excited. You know. I I think I <clears throat> I there was like a movie I saw with the Temptations. I believe where the studio was called Hitsville, USA, or some shit like that, because they were like fucking cranking out the hits all the time. Word. But anyways, uh, I did know Vanity, and the only reason I knew Vanity was because she was on MTV, and she was one of uh, Prince's. Uh, oh yeah, women's. said something about how he discovered her. Yeah, and and she she had like all these very provocative types of videos that, as a as a young thirteen year old uh, boy, uh, made my wee wee move. You know, so. old man thirteen. <laughs> <over here. laughs> I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know what Always. to think, you know, but that's. Uh, oh, yeah, you, know, like, you know, uh-huh. you actually. She, like, she she does come out in the movie Action Jackson with uh, fucking uh, Carl Weathers. <laughs> and and and, and uh, <laughs> wow. And uh, <laughs> and Craig T. Nelson, who's the villain in that movie? Do you know who Craig T. Nelson is? He's coach. He's also the dad from Poltergeist. No, anyone? I have watched as a child. Coach was on like on USA in the mornings or some shit. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. That and like uh, what was it? Major Dad and yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All those other terrible fucking shows. So uh, again, uh, she did come out in a movie which I had a. It was on one of those three VHS movie recordings that normally collected. Uh, recording from HBO, the word, all those kinds of. Well, I had Action Jackson on there, and the the thing is, there's a scene <laughs> where, she, where she takes off her top, and you see her boobies. So, I mean, Ooh. that was a, a right. one of those regular rewound mo- moments for me, like in secret. You know, I put the movie uh, in. I kind of know roughly exactly where the scene happens, and I pause it. And as a 13 year old boy back in like 1980. Six, seven, and I ponder the universe and think, what do I do with no blood in my brain? (laughs) But yeah. Um, So, so Roland, to answer your question you posed earlier about like if we knew a lot about like the location and the actors and stuff, um, I did check out a couple videos like other podcasty kind of dudes talk that were talking about Last Dragon themselves and. I can't remember who the fuck I was looking at. There was one, I think it was called like good, bad movies or good, bad films. Um, and they only had nice things to say about, uh, fucking last dragon. Um, but some of the facts they brought up was like, um, for the dance scenes in the movie, they brought in the dance coordinator from Saturday night fever. Hmm. Okay. And who was that? Uh, I don't, I didn't write down his name. Uh, oh, you know, you know what I was thinking when uh, you said that. Well, I was, uh, I think, uh, Sylvester Stallone was the guy that trained John Travolta to get all buff and shit. But I think I don't know if Saturday Night Fever is staying alive, which was a sequel. Wasn't there like a Motown record, um, like artist or whatever, like the people that played in that uh, that group uh, in the club? DeBarge? Weren't they like registered? Yeah, DeBarge. Yeah, yeah, well, like, apparently, and this is something I read, like, years ago about, like, Barry Gordy, apparently, like, Motown wasn't doing super well at the time, because music trends were changing or whatever, so Barry Gordy was more than happy to attach himself to this, allegedly, or whatever, Um, he might come kill me or send his agents after me, if he's still alive, or his estate might, Um, 
but it's something like you know attaching the music to this movie was a good like business move for him right, um right. Seems and uh, so yeah all the music on there was motown uh okay. related you know, um, you know, Roland. Speaking of the 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 barge, I mean, I I dare, I I mean, I don't know how how many times you've seen this movie since the first round that we did of Cinequest, yeah. uh, but I have been obsessed with the soundtrack since I was thirteen years old. <laughs> I love this soundtrack. It's so I, good. Uh, I really dig this soundtrack. I, a lot, but the the rhythm of I, I the rhythm of that. the night song from the barge is a song I jam too it's my fucking jam on the frequent it's it's insane how many times i've heard this song so one thing i was thinking about was how it's like oh. how motown was going to spin these songs that were written exclusively for the last dragon as singles and or like b-sides for the artists that are trying to promote and so it's like it's interesting how they might have been like, yes, Motown Records is really into like Chinese mythology now. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what all this dragon shit's about. Because um, <laughs> there, there's three tracks on there to talk about. Well, there's one about the glow right. and then two about one called The Last Dragon and one about being a dragon. <sighs> that was played within the first like 15 minutes of the movie. Well, uh, the actor that plays Bruce uh, Leroy is, uh, I don't think he was, I don't know that he was at the time, but I know he studied under several different types of, of kung oh, fu martial arts. Well, the arts. thing is, yeah, no, he is a legit martial artist. And yeah. what's funny is that also in this video I was watching that I got some of those factoids about uh, from. Um, so the guy who played Shonov. He didn't know martial arts at all. Nope. He was just a fucking like. And then for Tymok, they had to like give him a trainer that taught him kind of the more like softer styles, like less aggressive styles of like martial arts. And then they yeah, taught the dude, they played, uh, Jules Carey, I believe his name was. Like, yeah. They taught him the aggressive, I guess, ankle biting bullshit. Yeah. You know? He was apparently a method <laughs> actor like on set the whole time as shown up. So like, I can only imagine that's fucking funny. Experience, uh, uh, they they said that hilarious. if anybody did anything like crack, cracked at them sideways, he'd he'd at the very least walk up to them and and stir them down like as you know wearing those giant football uh fucking like shoulder pads yeah. Um, I mean the dude was six five to begin with, so I could yeah figure, he was six like, five yeah like they that found wouldn't be too difficult yeah, like he was considering he's a goddamn giant. But all the same, like the method act showed up. <laughs> okay. is, uh, uh, I, I want I, I want to give funny. you guys a little bit of a trivia on Timok. Um, he, I mean, yeah, he. You guys said he is a martial artist, um, but uh, it, it's showing that uh, he worked with a number of celebrities, and he starred in a hit off-Broadway show in 2004 called Roadhouse: The Comedy, based on yeah, the Patrick Swayze film Roadhouse. That holy is fucking shit! Amazing guys, so works somehow. That's yeah. great. That's amazing. Like they talk about um, <laughs> this movie being his big break and like how it didn't work out, but like he still ended up doing, you know, like a lot of. He ended up getting a lot of like I guess minor TV roles, minor gigs. Stuff, yeah. yeah, since then. And, and um, just, to, just apparently, like he, the reason they didn't make sequels to this was just because like they gave they offered him a contract. But like he thought he was being undersold, and so he. Well, you know why, Roland? Do you know how much money this movie made? I think it was like opening weekend. 
No, I don't. I don't remember the budget stats, but they made thirty-three million dollars. They only had. Oh wow! They only had. They only had a failure. Well, they had a budget of ten million, so they tripled their money. Yeah, Yeah. easily. Um, they only wanted to offer him like a hundred grand or something less, or I forgot what it was. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a small. I mean, without without. Yeah. The thing is, without him, there's no Bruce Leroy, man. I mean, who the fuck are you gonna put on there? You know. So I think what he probably might have wanted to consider is to like take the contract and then try to renegotiate or push for renegotiation down the line, depending on like how the sales had gone or how the the uh, the brand, I I guess, uh, developed and that. At the time, like he apparently was just kind of like, I don't know what's going on, and I don't trust it, so I'm out. Hmm. And uh, the, the some of the martial arts that he has received black belts in, uh, just another list here. It's uh, Goju oh, Ryu Karate, Jeet mm-hmm. Kundo, which is mm-hmm. Bruce Lee's uh, main thing, uh, Wing oh. Wing Chun, Hapkido, Jiu Jitsu, Taekwondo, and Bra- Brazilian, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And he's right. studied under the Goju uh, Chinese Goju the the black the, the black Don, the black dragon. Yeah, the black yeah. dragon. What was his name? <laughs> Van Don Cleef. Or it's like Ron Van Cleef or some shit like that. There we go, Ron Van Cleef. <laughs> that doesn't sound very Asian. No, <laughs> racist ass motherfuckers. <laughs> um, but Ron Van Cleef. I did. But the thing is, I was interested because uh, I was looking up all the shit today. I fell into a little like martial arts research hole and read about like seven different types of martial arts um, and their origins. Uh, because in the there's a scene in the movie for our listeners who don't know anything about really the plot about this movie really yet or anything, but it's a uh, wait, let me look it up. Um, Chinese. Goju is my secret. I bear no arms. Um, may God help me if I ever have to use my art. Consciousness is our guide. Peace is our shelter. Um, and beauty is uh, beauty and perfection is our life. Yeah, that's what that's what he that's a little mantra he says to the to his students in the in his dojo. But he also yeah. says that before he eats, no. Um, I could have sworn he said he said that shit. He had some he sort of prayer. I didn't really like. Yeah. I kind of like for some reason I tuned that scene out a little bit uh, when I was watching it today. Uh, maybe I was looking at my phone or some bullshit. But um, so perhaps we maybe should. Uh, do you want to maybe talk about the plot of this movie, Ray? Kind of uh, intro it for yeah, our, sure. uh, so, our folks. Um, maybe get into it a little bit. So a little bit of a synopsis of this movie is that it's set in New York City, eighties, um, obviously. And it follows a martial artist named Leroy Green, also known as Bruce Leroy. And he has a... Bruce Leroy. He's pretty much wants to be like Bruce Lee, you know? And he's pretty much a, kind of an outcast in his old family and pretty much in the entire city, to be honest with you. And he wears the whole... I, I don't know the correct term for the getup, but it's an Asian getup. Uh, you can see it in most Bruce Lee movies, like Chinese Connection and... Uh, the slang term is coolie that was used a lot of times in this movie. Yeah. 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 Um, Just for our listeners who are like, kind of like, like those stereotypes and like to joke about them, you know, yeah, right. or but just so, it's humorous, you know, right. The, the guy, directed, these are all jokes, guys. Yeah. These are all fucking jokes. Or, Please don't fucking, you know, no one had demonetize us forever. And, potentially. And again, ah. I mean, if you've, uh, if at some point oh. at, by, by now with as many episodes as we have, 
you've heard a lot of these jokes before. I mean, I don't know what to tell you if you get upset about them, but I, I don't think you will if you're still listening. So Yeah, if you keep coming back, then like that's like the wife who just keeps going back to her husband after he's like punched <laughs> her in the face and thrown beer <laughs> bottles at her. Oh, Weird, you know. And you love us. <laughs> and you love us, right, bitch? <laughs> now get me a beer. Thanks. Uh, so... Uh, Bruce Love Leroy, you. Leroy Green is actually a, a he has a, a family that does own a pizzeria called uh, Daddy Green's Pizza, and he's known around town as pretty much a guy who can kick ass, but no one's really seen him kick ass. He trains. Yeah, under, he, he's called Bruce Leroy. Yeah, he he trains under uh, bullets with his, and he catches bullets with his teeth apparently. Allegedly, uh, yeah, alleged, he has all these bullshit yeah. Superman tales about his ass. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> As shown up says, like, kind of later in the movie, but, um, but yeah, so like, and it's it's pretty much just about a guy who's going through New York in the '80s, who's an outcast. He has his focus is martial arts and martial arts only, and he gets mixed up into all these kinds of trouble. With a character named Shonuff and a guy named uh, Eddie Arcadian, and he has to fight his way through all this madness to kind of get the girl and find the glow. Discover the glow. Yeah, that's as much as protect his family, protect his community, man. Right, survive, live. Well, I mean, you know, at at this point, you kind of don't. No, fucking no. Leroy is one of the first black superheroes in film. You could, yeah, well, this he, movie. Yeah, he, this movie is a superhero movie. It kinda, really that, is. That's kind of true. Yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> and there's a supervillain, man. There, there are supernatural things at play here. That's very true. And you only find that out until towards the end of the movie. Yeah, but really, it's it turns out no, this is a fucking superhero movie, guys, and mm-hmm. it's a martial arts superhero movie with a Motown musical as a background. It's it's a dramatic martial arts action film with superhero elements and a wicked soundtrack in the background. That's just yeah, that's pretty much it. See how we said the same thing but different, Ray? Yeah, it's, it is. No, hey. Roland, what's your uh reformulation of our same idea? Yeah. Uh, I don't care to argue. Yeah, that sounded cool. <laughs> well, the the main reason we're doing this movie is because, again, going along with our theme for the year is the best uh, worst villains. And right now we're at we're still at our best villains. Definitely, actually, kind of situation. we best have worst. both going on in this movie. That's One true. That's very true because we do have two villains oh. in this movie. Uh, Eddie we have Arcadia we have Shogun and like Eddie that. Arcadian and Shonuff. Well, sorry, Shonuff and Eddie Arcadian. And he's the Shogun. Shonuff is the Shogun of Harlem, and I keep kind of the like Shogun of Harlem. Yeah, and I yeah. keep kind of like mixing those words up. But uh, we do have so, Eddie Arcadian, which Shogun. is probably like the the worst villain, and then we yep. have Shonuff, yeah. who's the best is, villain, one of the best villains. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shonuff is the madman. Eddie Arcadian is the maniac. I think it's how the trailer uh, sort of lists them. And uh, he's he's uh, I guess. He's he's got goofy crazy eyes like the whole fucking movie or whatever. So that's true. That's 
Yeah, he, he does. He he has like the good. Uh, he has this one look. He he has like the 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 look of a of a really shitty villain. Like he has that. He's bald. <laughs> yeah, he's bald. Like, he has. He has like a. He can't tie a bow tie in a mirror. He can't. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> pussy. <laughs> and, fucking. And and he, what kind of a man is that? He has a he has a very good uh, delivery of like when he's angry. He gets his little too. like gra- uh, raspy voice, and when he gets really angry, you know. Yeah, yeah, and he, and he's tiny, so he has like that Napoleon complex. Kind and of he's situation. a light switch, man. He can go from like you know saying like sweet things to his boo to like straight up just like then shut it or whatever the fuck you like. <laughs> yeah, he does that. Like, shut up, hide, crap. Cool. Uh, and and that, clean your face. No. And as far oh, yeah. as far as or villains, fix your face. That's what he says. Face. As far as villains are concerned, uh, Eddie Arcadian uh, has an as a henchman, as one henchman. And Shonov has a whole posse of people. He's got a posse, man. That's right. Uh, and one of his posse members uh, offers some great exposition for the movie. And I think it's funny because the character was Beast. <laughs> oh. Uh, because example, please. It, in the movie theater, uh, when they first show up, and after Shonov like passes the little kid over, he interrogates. So I was like, "Who's the guy who can kick my ass or whatever?" And that like, the Leroy. And then he fucking hands the kid over with his goons, and then Shonov goes to go confront Leroy. And then the then the then Beast is like, "That's the only guy that stands between the show." And total supremacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the rest of the movie, he's just this, like, he's called supremacy. Beast. He's a complete asshole, just terrorist, you know, and it's fucking hilarious. I, I just, that just didn't dawn on me till today when I watched it. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. That's, like, that's comic gold. You know, he, like, he pretty much like gave, from New York he gave out his, like, it took those few words there, for the exposition yeah. of the movie to see that that this is the battle that has to go on through the entire fucking movie. Just that there's the one that one the few lines that he does uh, say that you know that it's between Susie. Bruce Leroy and Shonuff the whole fucking movie. And at some point they're gonna have to battle to see who is the who's ultimate the master. Who's the master exactly? Um, so since we are focusing on and at that uh, point and in, in this in the in this uh, interaction between uh, Shonuff and Leroy, and we'll get onto these other like point soon but i i found something very interesting today and it's all because of all of this shit i've been reading in weirdville so shonov called leroy a little a skinny little lizard so oh yeah, i think shonov might have been actually the hero of this movie <laughs> so was he really fighting the reptilian conspiracy the only way he knew how like, he didn't care about the social niceties movie. or bullshit like that. He like he's had to eradicate wanted... the threat. Like, yeah. and he identified fucking Bruce Leroy as a fucking reptilian, <laughs> and so he <laughs> fucking <laughs> was just trying to take him out. And that, so I think showing up was actually. And so this is a movie that the reptilians put out to basically mentally condition us to the fact that they're in control. They have the glow. And they're gonna fucking rule us forever, <laughs> Daniel. I, I I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that I've uh, told you to go into this whole UFO conspiracy well, hole. Well, on it. 
<laughs> and we haven't really talked about no, it. No, yeah. <laughs> you have no idea what the fuck I've been thinking about. Like, holy shit. Like, this will be fun when we get into Valley Strange episodes later on. So, listeners, if you're still with us, please check out Valley Strange episodes uh, where you can find all sorts of cool shit that we talk about that's of the occult and spooky and strange. And ooh. That's right. <laughs> During this, this quarantine of quality right and soon you, you, you get here about reptilians time travel um <laughs> it's good it's it's a, it's a ancient pretty societies deep modern secret societies it's a pretty deep um yeah <laughs> and then we fell into a one yesterday with the whole g5 nonsense uh Yes, yes. Uh, okay, I, no, five oh, G. No, no 5G, I, I'm not. Sorry. I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't get into it right now because it's just gonna like derail the conversation of <laughs> this movie. Because I, I watched more today, so like it's... we should we should talk about this though. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I watched more too. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, we want to get into the fact that we want to talk about all of uh, Shonuff's best villain scenes. Since again, he is the best villain in this. So I guess at first uh, we are introduced to Shonoff. I want to say probably about twenty minutes into the movie, roughly. I, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah sure. it's pretty early on for like the hour and wait. Let me check the runtime real quick. I have the oh, um, right. It's an hour forty eight runtime. Hour forty eight, uh, right? Total, yeah, with credits uh, and shit. So. Uh, we're introduced to Shogun and his posse in the movie. Shonuff. Sh- sorry, I, I keep saying that shit. Shonuff in the movie theater where... Actually, uh, we see Shonuff as early as... The movie theater? No, Hang but on, yeah, he's no, giving no, no. Like, a timestamp. Time time stamp. Yeah, timestamp here. Mm. Oh, keep talking, Ray. I'll get it in a sec. Okay, so uh, again, we're in the movie theater where... Uh, in New York they're City, watching. they're watching Enter the Dragon. As early as nine minutes. Well, it's nine oh. minutes. No shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's. A well, lot I mean, the first bit of the movie was just like that little training montage, and then, uh, you know, Bruce Leroy is like wandering around the city, and then boom, they jump into the movies. That's right. And he just happens to be there, kind of, kind of, as a as an aside to to the plot, right? Well, I mean, so that. so we're introduced to Shonoff and his posse. And basically, uh, that's when we see Bruce Leroy and Shonuff interact for the first time. Where, again, please watch this movie because that whole dialogue between them two is fucking hilarious. He says a lot of things I would like to repeat right now, but I'm not gonna. But oh, there, his, yeah, his, no. his delivery, we can't. Yeah, his, we can't. his delivery is, that, is so uh, great. <laughs> what, is, what is his phrase about his hands that he tells him? Oh, oh, uh, uh, the 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 scene, the the thing he says is like, after he says his whole delivery, and he wants to like fight right there in the movie theater, and he says, "Get up, Leroy! I got something real for your ass in these hands." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that it's he goes, uh, he goes, "I got something real for your ass in these hands." He goes, "Cause the Shogun is back on the scene, and the Shogun is the master." And then we start in on the whole. Why don't you sit down and shut up? And there's some random person telling him to sit down and shut up. Yeah. And, and the like fight the will ensue after that. Yeah, the audience jumps or tries yeah. to, rather. Now, uh, random audience uh, members kind of try to kick his ass, and he pretty much beats the shit out of all of them, yeah. Like, try to Bruce Lee his way up there, and I think, he, yeah, he just gets, like, stomped in the face. 
Well, he he After like he gets it, he gets his then, fucking uh, ankle broken. You know, yeah, <laughs> well, like that, that well that main guy towards the end, he gets his ankle broken and then Shogun yeah. fucking bites oh, his yeah, fucking ankle. He, like you know? bites him. <laughs> <in the foot. laughs> oh, one one thing I'd like to point out with this movie in general is with the like watching Bruce Lee movies in theaters in like like African American neighborhoods. Like that was a thing, man. That was which that was how Wu Tang came up. They all went to the theaters. They all watched those tapes. You know, right, right, yeah. that was that was very New York, like Harlem and other areas, like in the eighties. So there was there was a real like nice like snapshot to like kind of almost a like blunts the audience. Oh yeah, yeah. I think the last time Roland, you mentioned the guy. Who's fucking smoking a fucking huge blunt? Oh yeah. <laughs> then like uh, the, uh, I, I, well, then those, the, then those dudes are smoking a J. At least that one guy, uh, like, the three guys at the the factory. The, like, yeah, factory yeah, the of, uh, the fortune cookie factory. I don't know what? Right? Like, the the like package yeah. that yeah. Uh, break out the ghetto blaster and start popping and locking right there in the middle of the. Uh, and one crazy stupid fact that like I laughed at the that these, this other podcast brought up, um, but I'm going to bring it here just because it's funny. But they're like, you know, like culturally, it's kind of interesting because this movie puts some certain things on its head because you have black people acting like as Asian folks and you have Asian folks adopting black culture. Like man, Ugh. fuck you guys, man. It's called multiculturalism. <laughs> Get over it. Wow. It's, well, it's, yeah. it's a thing. <laughs> well, actually. And again, uh, to our listeners, um, if you haven't subscribed to our Patreon, uh, you may want to do so at this particular time, because again, we are doing a round two of this movie because the first one didn't come out that great. So, but we did bring up that point in the last yeah. episode, um, Daniel. Uh, I think Ro- I don't know if Roland said so, that. I was so sick. God damn it! Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. No, I'm right. sorry we're doing this again. <laughs> that's like, all right. We're we're doing a better uh, we're doing a better version. But I'm gonna post that up on uh, Patreon. So if you oh, if you happen to um, subscribe to that, you'll hear that version of it. I totally don't remember that happening. Yeah. So my apologies. <laughs> well, uh, besides, yeah. Actually, uh, Roland brought it up that. Uh, whenever he goes to the guys that are making the fortune cookies, which is the master that he's on the search for, the yeah. as some dumb guy. guy, and you guys said that a bunch of times, and I some bought into guy. it until it clicked. Yes, Roland, it is some dumb guy, not some dumb guy. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna say guy. It's goy, goy, yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 I actually was talking to Bryce about this. Uh, those of you who have listened to past episodes bryce is one of our podcast contributors he uh we were talking about and wayne's world boss. and whenever he said and uh, your boss and my boss yeah <laughs> and uh he we were talking about the fact in uh, wayne's world where they say some uh the cream of some young guy yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and and i was telling him that while we were doing this episode you all kept saying some dumb guy and I was yes. like, and I was, I was like, man, I didn't catch that. And then I realized it's some dumb goy, but it could be the same thing. They yeah. just changed the lettering, you know. Then you're maybe it was intentional, maybe it wasn't. I really don't know. So, ex, uh, was it expand your mind, Ray? Yes. Yeah, ex- and let me, <laughs> let me expand my mind to get those subtle jokes in there. 
Speaking and of subtle jokes, neither you or Bryce laughed at the one I made earlier on Discord, and I'm kind of upset with you guys. Regarding? Um, oh. How, uh, when I asked like, if Bryce was going to play today, and he said, uh, nah, gotta sell books to people who don't have toilet paper. Then I said, bummer, man. Well, at least the books won't just sit on either shelf. I did read that, but... Uh... <laughs> Didn't get the didn't get the little joke in there. I guess. I, I think the, I had a the toilet the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> right to the bum. Yeah, yeah. In, Fuck you guys, man. That's funny. <laughs> Fuck you guys, man. Fuck you guys because people go to the bookstore because they can't find toilet papers. They're gonna. But you don't know that like the people that Ray store just they don't even go to the, make it as far as the bathroom. They just shit in the aisles, and Ray has to go to the bathroom to get the fucking toilet paper to bring into the store. I wonder if the, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right on, now it's happened before. <laughs> I wonder how cynical the bookstore owners that I went to go buy a bunch of crazy stuff. Maybe they're just like, he's in a toilet paper shortage. He's a Christian radicalist or some sort of like weird guy. <laughs> he's buying all this weird stuff just to wipe his ass with. On the show. Yeah. You know. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Because literally, dude's like the, the last little haul to bookstore, I got like 50 bucks worth of shit. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked. <laughs> I got like eight <laughs> books and like, oh. Uh, Cool. I I almost bought uh, yesterday the Earth Chronicles number two from Zachariah Stitchin. Oh word, dude! I picked up a. Still waiting for uh, you. What did I pick up? I just looked around. One second, let me turn around, look at it. Still waiting for them books, Ray. Yeah, relax. Yeah, isn't this convenient? Like this, how this this virus uh, hits just when I ask you to, to do me a solid. And you know, like, maybe, oh, maybe it, it, it <laughs> oh, just my hours got cut. It just means <laughs> the the universe is in its right place, right? <laughs> yeah, for some, for, for screw them. Talking about oh, me. Oh, I got the stairway to heaven. Yeah, that's that's part two, right? Um, I'm not sure. I also have like another one of his books. So I think I got them like I think I have like the first one, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, End of Days or whatever. Yeah. Um, I got that one and. Um, I bought them on separate occasions, same store or whatever. Unfortunately, like it's a local bookstore or used bookstore, so it's not like a half price book. So it's like super cheap to get shit. I think like the cheapest book I've got there was like five bucks. Um, cool, right which on. sucks, but eh, buy local, I guess. <laughs> F- buy all their weird alien stuff and <laughs> conspiracy shit. Oh wow. I got that book on postmodern magic I really want to get into, but I've got too much crazy right now. I can't get into magic right yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, so um, let's just go back to the movie here. And um, we oh, le- we weren't talking about Last Dragon yeah. shit. <laughs> so we left off from the theater where we were introduced into we were introduced to Shonoff. Then we're gonna go on to the next phase in which we're introduced to. Eddie Arcadian, Eddie Arcadian, which is the worst villain of this movie, and Eddie Arcadian is like the, um, I guess the video game king, 
God? No, he's the video king. Like the video he's not. King, yeah. Like there's nothing about video games really. Are you confusing this with a uh, fucking uh, Steel? <laughs> I'm, probably, I'm probably confusing it with, with, with Wayne's World and the guy. Oh. Who's... <laughs> I'm so confusing it with Wayne's World. Here. Nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Eddie Arcadian is the video king, and he has a woman. I completely forget her fucking name. What's the name of her? Uh, Angela something Italian sounding. Queen of Rock. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But she's a total like Cindy Lauper parody. Yeah, oh. she really is. And she makes he makes videos for her with with uh, her music and whatnot. And it's just bad. Yeah. This is bad shit. And she want he wants, I guess the biggest. I guess in that particular area. So that's like a record deal or whatever. Well, he, she wants like. Oh well, she, the thing is, uh, he, have we talked about what, what Vanity's character does? What well, Vanessa? That, yeah, what, that's what, what that's no. what we're getting into. He he wants Vanessa uh, Charles. Vanessa, is that her name? Yeah, Vanessa Charles, which is like the biggest at the, I guess in this neighborhood, or this area, she has like a show called Seventh Heaven, and they play a lot of videos and they VJ become hits and stuff like that. She's pretty much a VJ. Is pretty much what she is. And well, he, it's like uh, he wants her to play uh, this chick's videos in there. Yep. Yeah. I'm trying so. to think about because on that same video, like they were talking about how, oh, that Seventh Heaven was kind of a parody of Soul Train. Right. Right. Yeah. Or an homage to it, or whatever. That's true. Um, and they actually did rent out an actual dance club for a month for shooting of all the dance scenes and shit and the fight scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that massive fight scene that we'll talk about later, which is amazing, that shit was shot in two days. No shit. Two fucking days for that massive kung fu brawl. Like, I wonder how many fucking cameras they had running around in reality, you know, because who knows what hit the cutting floor, you know? True, true. Oh, you mean none of this was uh, shown as extras in the Blu-ray? Uh, Roland, I haven't gotten the Blu-ray version yet, and I will. Um, I just have the DVD version. Oh, and yeah, which Blu-ray. is just the movie. Yeah, and I, I, I will, I'll tell you right I now, like, expect nothing less. I, I will, hardcore. I will pay good money to get this on Blu-ray. All right, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, that would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I, sure it exists on Blu-ray yet. It does. It does. It, oh, it does. It does. <gasps> yeah. Ooh, so maybe we should pay good money for it because ooh, maybe great my collection. Yeah, just that's right, yeah. That'd be the only Blu-ray video I've ever bought. Find a, find a place where we can. <laughs> well, if Pootie were available on Blu-ray. I would have bought Blu-ray. Well, let, let, let me but. let me tell you something. Uh, like I, as far as Blu-ray is concerned, I just recently started purchasing some, and the first things I did purchase were Ninja Three Domination. Right, <laughs> I purchased Breaking One and Two. And I mean, I haven't purchased Last Dragon yet because I haven't, I just haven't purchased it yet. It wasn't in the store. And I purchased um, Ernest Goes to Joe. <laughs> 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 and um, a few other, but the, the one I, the one, the very first Blu ray I ever bought without owning a Blu ray player was Batman 1989 version. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Which has a whole bunch of special features, which I never, I haven't seen yet, but I did want that because it was a steelbook version of it, and I had to buy it. So, ooh, yeah. So back, back to the movie. Mm. Um, 
again, we Eddie Arcadian is the guy who wants Vanessa Charles to play this video. She refuses. He takes action against her, tries to like rob her, kidnap her, and Leroy Green intercepts these guys and be there to save yeah and kicks well they basically are like yeah. it sounds like they're trying to mug her or whatever and he's just like around the block so he runs up and like beats the shit out of him oh because he's just he just happens by like because she's leaving a show and she has all these fans trying to get autographs and shit and she gets into her car and turns out the driver is not her real driver and right. he pulls up like a block and a half away, and then like these dudes are like get in the car and start screaming bloody murder. And just happens a fucking martial arts expert is within shouting distance, literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> he goes and whips the fuck out of these guys. And before she can even say thank you, he disappears into the night. And I mean, I- and there's some ASMR for you guys. <laughs> We we away. we talked about this at some point, but she is uh, very thirsty for his junk. Uh, for oh. his glow. Thirsty does not aptly describe how like how much she wants his dick. She is like, <laughs> uh, you know, clinging on to dear life for that one like drop of of poontang or whatever throughout the whole throughout the whole movie. That's very but, true. Uh, yeah. But I think she she plays the the role of the patient hunter or whatever or maybe the persistent the persistent thought the thought of persistence. <laughs> uh because uh I mean eventually the end like he he finally wises up like, "Oh, it's a girl." And all right, she kind of likes me. Maybe I'll do something throughout the whole fucking movie like Bruce Leroy is character is annoying as shit. Uh so, you know, he runs out of like like the 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 kung fu fucking Boy Scout or whatever. Uh, throughout this whole thing. So. But how these characters get entwined is there is a medallion that Leroy was given by his master upon like the completion of his like final level or whatever. Training. Um, He drops it like a goon and she scoops it up and somehow they hook back up and she's trying to fuck the shit out of him for... Can I get you something to drink? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. We haven't talked about this Vagina? scene yet. Because there's the second Eddie Arcadian <laughs> goon scene that leads to the scene. So continue, Ray, with your narrative. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Where were right, because he... Bruce Lee doesn't... So he, he saves his her shit. ass the first time. Yeah, he saves then, her ass like, first time, loses her shit. Actually does yeah, it or loses his shit. Yeah. Movie. And that's when... Uh, uh, we'll you you'll bring up the bit again about how she her thirst uh, spills forth or whatever yeah. in the apartment <laughs> or how it does or, uh, rather. So like after yeah after he saves uh sir, saves her the first time I think it like starts to introduce the family. I guess, yeah. To the movie that's, that's when right, you meet yeah. his little bitchy brother Richie. I I fucking hate bitchy Richie. Yeah, yeah, it was bitchy. Hate 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 that little bastard like the whole time. He's like a fucking. Like a twelve-year-old fucking G money or whatever. He's like if Gary Coleman <laughs> had natural pants. growth development. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like running around with other pants like more than half the movie or whatever. It's a little fucking like twelve-year-old, uh, fucking flyboy. I don't know what to call this stupid ass. Uh, he's annoying as shit. So, um, what was the phrase or whatever the the 
for the pizza. Just direct to your pizza to Daddy Green's Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to. So like that's when they introduced Father, who's just like this seems like just sort of like no nonsense kind of like uh, work yourself hard. It's something you love kind of stereotype. He was the model for Friday's dad. Ah, yeah, that's that's what it is. So like at some point like we would have been listening to him like taking mad shits and yeah like, I say clear for forty forty five minutes you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> um <laughs> and the mom I think she has like she just seems normal normal I don't know just eat, eat your peas and your carrots she is and, as bland as the replacement mom in Family and, Matters uh, <laughs> I'll see you at church on Sundays yeah yeah exactly. Um, I am pretty proud of that joke that I just thought of. Uh, Oh, um, shit. And then you have fucking Bruce Leroy as like... Oh, you fried fried the baby sister, man. Oh, that's right. Who doesn't have a clear name. Oh, by the way, that sister in the movie is Rudy from The Cosby Show. No shit. Oh, wow. That was uh, supposedly her first... Well, she said, like thank you so well. I can see why she broke into stardom. <laughs> thank yeah, you. holy shit, I completely thank forgot about her. You. <laughs> it was all broken up. And yeah, shit, like. that's right. What did like uh, Bruce Lee or gives her like a gift or something? Or gives her chopsticks, yeah, man. Chopsticks. chopsticks yeah. There we go. To a to a toddler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what? This isn't problematic at all. She's, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, hmm. anyway. So that's that's when uh what what sort of So happened? Eddie gets pissed oh, off that um the cuz the guys come back after getting fucked up and they're like there were a bunch of guys a bunch of big black guys that beat us up or whatever it was crazy yeah. and then so Eddie sends his goon his main goon Rocky or Rocco or what was his fucking name uh, the great rock, rock it's rock yeah the great rock white there you go. or whatever the hell that- the great white hopeless <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so he's like you know take care of a rock and bring her back alive or whatever so they concoct it and actually is a pretty brilliant scheme actually because rock has like a headset on and like a clipboard and he goes into the fucking studio as uh Vanessa Charles preparing for an episode or for whatever and there's probably some like technical difficulty change up thing and they have to get her into the trailer for some like line change or whatever and boom they abduct her ass but good old Leroy happens to be there because his brother is trying to to, like go with his he he basically he basically begs his little brother into taking him to a taping because he's trying to find his fucking medallion right so she gets abducted he's sitting on a fucking crate right outside Apparently tracks him down, goes full ninja form. That's um, right. So He's anyway, fucking, fucking Eddie Arcadian has abducted Vanessa Charles and has her sitting in his like living room with all of his goons oh, yeah. and the chick with from the music that they're watching, and tortures poor Vanessa by what by making her watch this travesty of a music video. Didn't and she, uh, holy didn't she shit, she liked it, but there was still a no or something. I forgot. No, she responded. She didn't because, like it at all, but she was trying to play ball, you know. Like, oh, okay, because I I thought like she was kind of trying to be nice to uh, 
what's 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 her name there well the yeah no they're but trying to be like he's the thing is like like whatever the fuck her name is was totally like trying to get vanessa out of the situation she was just like no she's just she's just tired you know it's late <laughs> it's the time you know just oh she just needs some rest eddie no <laughs> and i'm not and i wish i could do her voice perfectly because it's super fucking annoying it really is like yeah. like ray you should put in a clip of her fucking voice somewhere in this episode <laughs> like maybe then oh eddie you're all wet <laughs> like, I, you know what actually i think uh, roland asked me earlier if her song was in the soundtrack but if i looked on spotify i didn't see it i mean you could probably find it on youtube for sure but uh, her, the that? song that she sings in the movie dirty books yeah. without a- Yep. Oh, God. I forgot about how cringy that was. That's the one. I found a picture in your suitcase. I found my picture in your suitcase. It was like something like, Uh, I was confused because I didn't recognize my face or something like that. (laughs) It was really bad. Then looking under his mattress and finding pictures and Polaroids that aren't her. And you could tell from the pictures that the chick wasn't an actress, you know? <laughs> yes, guys. I I might have seen may have seen this movie a couple times in my yeah, life. Yeah, it's basically um, saying that he's jerking off or some shit like that. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, so basically, no. this is they kidnapped her the first time around, right? This is where we're at. this is the second the second, second time, time they first time they, they grabbed her. They well, the first the time they the first time they tried and the Leroy first, stopped Leroy that. shows yeah, up and like second yeah, time. He, he he gives dude A-R-K the second time Leroy's not fucking around dude he's got fucking blades and shit so Millie kicks in guys reach for their guns which is normal because if you're like bodyguarding any sort of like important dude. You You're gonna like be like no them. response first, but Leo is like before you can reach your guns, p- potentially trained professionals. Here's some knives in your hands. Oh yeah, man, <laughs> dude. This he had the weapons from the the ninja from Ninja Three Domination. I'm telling you, I mean, all up in his suit. I think he had like uh-huh. China stars, the fucking little darts, and all that kind of shit. Fuck yeah, man. I mean, we were he, was, fuck around, man. he was loaded with weapons. He was equipped, man. Yeah, for sure. He had nunchucks and stuff later. like. And all all this to his, the benefit, the fact that uh, Laura Charles just got even thirstier to try and yep. bang him after the fact, and he didn't. And dude, I think there's totally a dick joke in that scene, too. On which one? Is it after the fact or during the fight scene? So... No, after the fight scene, okay. like when they're in in his apartment, in her apartment, and she, he like, and she gets all thirsty, like, "Hey, you want a drink?" You know, like, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm horny." And then he like stands up, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, time to go." From the clock's chime to the cock's crow is but an instant. What? I must go. And then she says, "Cock's crow," and she kind of like chortles a little bit. So I was, I was like, "Was that like a dick joke in this movie?" Like his, maybe his maybe. cock start his cock started crowing, and she's like, "I gotta bounce." Like, yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure that's what the case was. I'm not ready for my first kiss, Harlem. <laughs> and uh, oh, Roland, you, and, uh, his friend or whatever who needs to learn moves. It's not him. Oh yeah, I was gonna bring up that scene, Roland. You mentioned that the last time. 
about that cringy scene when he, they're driving and he's trying to get her to give him advice on a friend of alleged friend of his <laughs> oh, yeah. that needs uh, advice on how to make moves on a girl and stuff and how that kind of like yeah. irritated you or well, some my shit. friend who'd like to yeah because because it was so stupid it looks like a like a grown-ass man asking uh what the hell you should you know when i when we're going we're going out to the to to dance night and i'm confused ah get out of here with your fucking adult blank man uh tendencies (laughs) 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 hold on this isn't right something's something's missing my pants i must go i must go and discover this problem what are are you going You know, uh, I'm sorry. Speaking of uh, the whole thirstiness between the two of them, um, there's one point in the movie where she takes him back to the the Seventh Heaven studio, and she has made made this video of uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's a bunch of cuts of like the Chinese Connection and Fist of Fury, kind of like mixed in together, along with this uh, Glow video, a Glow song. And I, I, I don't know if uh, we've talked about this where like his excitement for this video is like a twelve-year-old fucking child. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like yeah. wow. He just yeah. completely. Oh yeah, forgets. and that's how he was when like she first brought him back to his <laughs> her apartment, and he's like, "That's wonderful," or whatever about how her, she had his fucking uh, medallion or whatever, and he's just like, "I'm above the moon," not like. I think this chick, shit, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I did just save her life twice. You know, he he is this. He didn't do this the first time he watched the movie or whatever when he was there in the damn movie theater. No, no, he was Fuck. eating popcorn like, with chopsticks. Exactly. So he was just, just like num 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 num. He's distracted, but now because there's a girl there, it's easier for him to ignore her and focus on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he needs to fucking keep him normal popcorn and chopsticks like he what what is what does she do with, uh like he he's he's watching that fucking montage or whatever and like boning out and like learning and interpreting like some kind of message in the movie and he runs off right and leaves yep. her there and she gets like super yeah, ir- ir- she, in fact she says thanks thanks bruce Thanks, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. No dick for me. Like, there it goes. Out the door. Like, way to go. Cross cocks for luck, fellas. <laughs> Garbage. Um, yeah, that was uh, pretty funny. <clears throat> with uh, with uh, Bitchy Richie, like, looming on top of him or whatever, like, like creep uh, up in the, uh, <laughs> the rafters or whatever the hell uh, towards the ceiling. What does he, what does he do? Like, uh, I mean, that's... He's he's hanging up on top of the ceilings, Bitchy Richie, and he's like, uh, she's telling him to get down, and she's telling him like a like a child. Obviously, he's a fucking child, and yeah. so Eddie Arcadian and but, his uh, little goons come in, and he sees that, and he keeps saying like, "Get your hands off my woman," all that kind of shit. <laughs> he's, get your hands yeah, that's off right. my woman. The yeah. whole time he won't, because uh, the whole time he's trying to get with with uh, what's her name there, Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa and uh, what, what was it like? You know, he has like a promotional in the in the beginning of the movie where contest to like go out on a date with her. 
mm-hmm. and that's yeah, sort and of that's... where Richie's introduced. Well, and, yeah, like, that's, that's his his mission throughout the whole movie or whatever. He's trying to like get with this woman. And uh, uh, met... Roland, yeah, you mentioned right. the last time is that like this this little child is like acting like he's been pounding ass for yeah. the past couple of years, <laughs> <laughs> and he's making fun of Leroy for being a virgin, apparently. Yeah, and he's Not... he's telling him like. He doesn't. He wouldn't know what to do with it if he if he had the like the opportunity. Got it, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, what what are the what was the the moves metaphor he makes? Like you're you're like a painter without a brush, or you wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. know what to do with the canvas, yeah. or like you got to know the moves, uh, baby. There's like you got to know the moves. He's, he's, he's he tries <laughs> to like fucking like inject his like retardo innuendo into anything. Like, look, man. Uh, uh, you gotta know how to how to bake the bread or whatever. You gotta knead the dough first, or just like <laughs> dumb shit like that. You know that you hear from fucking children always trying to sound fucking cool. Like what? <laughs> so you, you like to fuck? Okay, I think I understand that one. Sure. Sound like uh, Word. Sound like a fucking toddler or whatever. <laughs> and uh, um, I was trying to remember here. So like after that. Where, where were we in the movie t- currently? Like at this point, dude. where Vanessa Charles have been has been kidnapped again for the third time. Uh, yes. Like was she like well successfully she, like, kidnapped successfully for the second kidnapped. time? Well, well, well mm-hmm. she, yeah. Uh, well, she gets kidnapped, cost. and uh, so but the thing is, she's been kidnapped, and so has uh, bitchy. Right. R- so at this point, she's getting she's getting bored with it or whatever. Just fucking tie me up already and drag me away. Well, they um, they have her kidnapped. Uh, mind you, prior to this. Uh, Eddie Arcadian has been planning to fuck up uh, Bruce Leroy or Leroy Green, and he's hired. He's hired. Uh, he's hired somehow a bunch of henchmen. Pond. Yeah, he's hired a bunch yeah. of henchmen yeah. to kind of like get he, uh, and kick, pretty much kick his ass. And he's also he hired like Shona, like a like a barking Viking, a uh, a fucking uh, a biker, yeah, Goliath, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who ends up like getting all of his clothes ripped off and like he's like getting kicked down the, down the stage? Yeah, getting yeah. spanked, fucking literally, <laughs> literally getting fucking spanked off the off the stage. And, and he does uh, he does hire Shonuff, but Shonuff refuses his money. And right, just, yeah. uh, I think Roland, the last time you mentioned this is like, you get his ass to the designated place at the designated designated time, and I will gladly yeah. designate, designate his, his ass, ass for yeah, yeah. dismemberment for dis yeah. for dismemberment, yeah. <laughs> That was such a great fucking line, actually, <laughs> for a villain. This is why showing up is like one of the best villains of all time. It really is. First of all, he's got the he's got the wardrobe, he's got the hair, he's got the attitude, he's got the delivery, yep. got the moves. Yeah, he's got the moves. He he would have been fucking Laura Charles, like right. And, like, I mean, those stunner shades. Come on, man. From the <laughs> she met him. She would have. She uh, she would have been uh, uh, whatever like. Uh, she would have been intimidated and turned on. She w- she wouldn't have been as thirsty, I guess, as she has been with, with fucking Bruce Leroy the whole goddamn. Uh, well, no. See, how, if, uh, let's say like this all like does happened. This movie in, cover is it like three or four days or something? Yeah, uh, it's super. It's, quick. it's maybe like a week. Yeah, maybe a week at the most. Like a week. Okay. So, so what if like let's say this movie actually happened, right? Like all these events, right? And then Vanessa Charles is on. Inspired by her meeting of Shonuff and the fe- fucking they did, she became the songwriter with the major credits of Face Down, Ass Up, That's the Way We Like to Fuck, you know. <laughs> 
or Cookies and Cream or any of those like stereotypical fucking songs. And that's because of what's shown up. That's the shown up effect. I'm going to call it now. The shown up effect. Hmm. The shown up effect. There we go. Is Roland still there? Put them shun of shades. I don't know. Roland? Uh, yeah, I got to. I guess. Oh, yeah. I saw a little blip here and there. Yeah, speaking yeah. of blips, going to grab a beer, beer back. All right. So. That was quick. Hey, Roland, you see the pictures I posted? <laughs> yeah. I, uh. I've seen them before, eh? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> wait, uh, it's always it's always good for the a ple- pleasant reminder. <clears throat> what uh, what's the name of that? Vanity, right? Yeah, yeah. Her songs are her her songs these. are real shitty. So, <laughs> oh, they are. Oh, yeah, they're, they're real. Surprised. They're real terrible. Um. There was some trivia bit that I ran across that apparently Timac uh, was asked like who he would want to act across and like become romantic with or whatever and kind of relationship, and he's like uh, vanity, like I think she would be great and that's that was that was how they cast her, like for real. That's it. Yeah, I don't know how accurate that statement is, but it was something I came across uh, looking stuff about this movie. Um, so and that, I, that was just little, a rumor. I mean, it could be, but like the way Timac uh, acts or described like his time during this movie and like what life was like for him, uh, I think he was around. Uh, I think he was around a lot of that uh, that the, the '80s culture or whatever. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, he. It's, oh, uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. During the making of this movie, uh, Timac was 19 years old. Yeah. Yep. He's fucking. But, uh, he's he was, fucking young, dude. I mean, he's around a lot of drugs, a lot of a lot of ladies. I mean, a lot of influences. You know, why right. wouldn't you take advantage of all that stuff at that time? You know, like I mean, you're but, you're in uh, New York, you're nineteen, you're you're nineteen. It's the eighties. You get to make out with vanity. I mean, she's hired. It sounds hard. Sounds <laughs> sounds like a rough it life. So difficult. Yeah. It must have been, I'm sure. Wow, that's struggle. So, <laughs> what did we talk? Uh, we left off in the sen- uh, where we're about to get to that last rum, that main main rumble in Fuck uh, yeah. Seventh Heaven. And earlier, we were introduced to a few character, oh, a character named Johnny, which is uh, someone who worked, who participated in the dojo that. Uh, Bruce Leroy taught at and he's uh, kind of a terrible martial artist and his uh, method he mastered of, the art of fighting without knowing how to fight that's right and uh. so in this one uh, when Bruce Leroy was going to go and try and rescue uh, Van, uh, I keep saying Vanity but uh, Vanessa Charles uh, he tricks Johnny into getting to the closet and do you not um, need a weapon? Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. He pretty much says he needs he needs a weapon. He goes into the closet, locks him in there, and when Bruce Leroy enters the studio, the Seventh Heaven studio, he is surrounded by the henchmen that were hired by Eddie Arcadian, 
And, he, and there's like there's like a hundred dudes. Like, oh yeah, no shit. It's a, it's like, a ton of people. There's a multitude of fucking and, I crushers mean, he, of the Bruce Leroy. He pretty much starts kicking their ass for a bit, and then he, I guess, missteps at some point, and then he yeah, starts, he gets a little overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden, um, his student show. Dude, show I up. tear up. Every time in that scene <laughs> in this movie, I really do. I cheer up a little bit, dude, because it's so beautiful. Like, just all the students well, coming to his aid in his time show. of need, man. It was <laughs> like fucking, like, it was like fucking Gandalf showing back up, man. <laughs> Daniel, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, I... it's, it's it's kind of an emotional moment for me as well, because, I mean, yeah, you see fuck that? Yeah, you guys. Yeah. I tear up, man. I straight up just like <laughs> that's beautiful man like yeah because they they, they, they they really do care for him they, man. they're literally putting themselves in fucking danger even these kids yeah they're all like 18 and under yeah and well that's when we get um a hint of ernie reyes jr who was oh yeah the future or the short-term future of martial arts yeah. movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, surf, surf ninjas. <laughs> Short-term. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yeah. Um, he, well, one and two. Yeah, one and two, yeah. He's uh, in the costume in one and out front uh, in part two. I've had like a bunch of cameos and all sorts of things since. Right. Uh, last thing hey, I man, saw. Hey, man, you got to eat, dude. Right. As the uh, gorilla... Um, Operation or the guerrilla gang uh, of leader. <laughs> well, so I mean, like um, all these kids are kicking like all these dudes' asses, and then of course Johnny, the the guy that we introduced earlier, is gonna fight, and of course you think he's gonna get his ass kicked. No, like fairly easy, but he breaks out these nunchucks in which he has a pretty a badass Bruce Lee yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, he has a pretty good yeah. mastery of. And how many times you know like practice or how many takes they had to film to get that scene of him well they had two days to do it man yeah so think about that yeah wow you know and that was a scene in this two-day fucking thing has, has there ever been a time for you guys in any part of your life where you had access to nunchucks nunchucks yes yeah nunchucks yeah. And so when I was taking Taekwondo life. lessons, man. Really? You didn't just have them even before you I had did. no I idea. Oh, um, I tried them? to make them oh, out I of like sticks and like string and shit in the backyard, but like, no, not like a proper. Well, if I'm going to uh, say, say for yeah. myself, uh, uh, my uncle had um, those old type that have the foam on the surrounding yeah. a stick of wood. The practice ones that you could still yeah. like hurt the yeah. fuck out of yourself. If you slap some, if you, if, foam ones. Yeah, if yeah. You, no, but these had yeah. like had like a they thick fuck. piece of wood in the middle. <laughs> if you hit someone in the face with these fuckers, it still fucking hurt. I mean there were yeah. there were those ones that you could you buy won't at draw the, blood, you'll just like crack bone. <laughs> well there was those those also those ones that had the foam and the like the light plastic in the middle. Which yeah, they yeah kinda, see those are the ones I, I trained those with. No, those, those also were, hurt. No, no, those were those were chill, man. These were fucking <laughs> thick foam with a thick ass stick of wood right in the middle. Yeah, and if you fucking hit someone over the head with that shit, goddamn, did that hurt? And there wasn't a string either. It was a it was a fucking metal chain. Chain. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. <laughs> it's because my my uncle crazy. had my uncle had some. My uncle had like a bunch of like martial arts types of weapons because oh, he, shit. he had like a. 
he had he had a bunch of trophies that he won when he was doing martial arts back in the day and um but yeah so like he had him kind of laying around his house so every time we would go to his house and we're gonna watch fucking last dragon or breaking or ninja three domination or whatever the fuck we're gonna watch like everyone and he had a pool in the back so like at some point or another throughout the day or the evening you're kung fuing it in the pool every cousin of mine passed through those nunchucks at some point because everyone thought they had the fucking chops to fucking break them out and you see everyone doing the same thing side to side <laughs> over the shoulder side to side over the shoulder side to side over the shoulder side to side over the shoulder and it's yeah, between the legs yeah. oh no 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 one, no one tried that right? <laughs> no one tried that but yeah no one, no, no one was ballsy enough to, <laughs> yeah. to fucking take that risk <laughs> so i totally Pussy. forgot a whole tangent i was going to go on about martial arts did you, rem- yeah. did you remember now i do go ahead So I looked into, because I was like, well, what is like Chinese goju? And we talked about a little bit earlier how it's a goju ryu, which actually means hard, soft style. So it refers to like hard, like versus like closed hand versus like open hand techniques in the martial arts. Um, But this was, and it was interesting because it ties to only the strong with capoeira, because this was a martial arts form that was like, partially formed out of resistance because you had a, a Japanese occupation of China for a while. And so just like Capoeira, they would use things like, like the bow staff and another like farm implement were used to train with. So under the guise of like, this is a dance or this is not like combat ready or whatever the fuck. Um, so it's interesting how, Occupying forces help develop forms of martial arts because um, Goju Ryu Karate and Capoeira are both formed out of like basically hiding fighting forms uh, as a form of resistance or whatever. Um, when it comes to Bodukan Karate, um, the Japanese military was also involved because they found some guy who was like badass in uh he was like a weightlifting champion and a featherweight and lightweight champion in China or whatever. And this fucking Japanese officer who fucking knew uh, Shotokan and uh, Keishinkan, I think it's pronounced. Okay. And so basically this officer and this dude traded tuition fees to teach each other. And then... Um, this guy with the with the fusion of the f- combat styles he like learned, he fucking produced Bodokan Karate. Um, let's see what uh, let's see. I think let's see. Kenpo was also nope. Interesting, but not military like generated, which I just find is an interesting trend that some of these arts are all about nonviolence and shit, but. They are kind of like born out of oppressive militaristic situations. And I find that funny. And sorry for that Darkwing drunk rant. Way later in the program than I wanted to be. <laughs> well, it has to do with martial arts, and we're talking about martial yeah, arts. Yeah, but, right but, but, but that track at all, like, did that kind of like make any sense? Like, because I'm not sure. I was just rambling. Like, uh, the bits of it I was able to follow up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't take that deep dive with you, so I can only 
speculate. <clears throat> it sounds very Asian-y. <laughs> so, uh... <clears throat> <laughs> Fuck you, Roland. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goblin of the tower, man. Always. It's just bringing back the. It's uh, throwing uh, down the poops, the poop buckets. Just, just bringing everybody back to back to Earth. Uh, you know, if you were out in space, or if you were down in the down in the rabbit hole with Daniel. Uh, <clears throat> here we are again. So, all right. Uh, so uh, oh, we were we were at so, the... right, right before we get on. I want I want this on record right quick. Um, ah. So that was a very interesting bullshit little ramble that mostly I went on and Roland responded to. And uh, so Roland, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Ray, carry on. <laughs> carry on okay so uh we're at the last uh rumble again we talked about uh the character as uh students coming to his rescue and then he moves on to go and find uh vanessa charles vanessa yeah and who eddie's like pulling along at gunpoint right and and bitchy richie has escaped uh by doing his breakdancing moves to get out of his fucking oh that's uh, right the power of his his crunk was uh power breaking man the power of crunk (laughs) Fucking dance. <laughs> uh, ropes or whatever. Um, that was the fucking most ridiculous thing I've seen any uh, yeah. anyone in that film kind of do up to that. So basically, uh, Leroy comes into contact with, I think it's Beast first. Yeah, it's Beastie. F- yeah, yeah. First he's like the, with, he's like yeah. the one main guy. Like, and he pretty much beats the shit oh, out of him. Right hand, no problem. Right, not after he like throws Bitchy Richie into a little concoction. Con- Dude, into concussion land. I'm not sure how that dude like lived because his fucking head hit that fucking like oxygen tank or whatever the fuck it was, fire extinguisher or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty hard. Like you heard a dunk, you know, like that kid should have like been like throwing up and like, oh, Wednesday is sandwich day. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So again, Leroy kicks uh, B sass, and then we move on to. The main, Leroy. yeah, the main. You warmed fighting. up yet? Yeah, the main fight, which is Shonuff and Bruce Leroy. And I, I don't know what ah. what else to say about this fight is that it's it it gets pretty crazy after a while, and at some point, Leroy is getting bitch yeah, he's the, getting his uh, ass kicked the hell out of Leroy. Yeah, uh, and at some point in this whole fight, Shonuff. Obtains the glow, the evil glow. It's, right. it's a red, yeah, the red a, glow, the red evil glow that sparks and shit on his hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so and he absolutely thrashes fucking Leroy. He does. He beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Got some uh, cool. Almost magic. kills him. Right. He's almost about to kill. Well, him. let's talk about oh. that scene, man. And Eddie Arcade the whole time is like cheering him on and shit, yeah. dragging Vanessa around until he ties her up one way like to get a better view. But Shonuff is literally there's a tank of water randomly in this warehouse and fucking Shonuff is fucking drowning Leroy in it, asking him like because he want the biggest thing he wants to Leroy to do is declare him as the master. That's right. 
and Leroy still won't do it. And he's getting as he as he's being drowned in the water, like he's getting flashbacks from his master and Vanessa, Vanessa. from. I, I'm pretty sure that he had a boner at some point. Nothing That's but when, a coward, yeah. coward, coward. <laughs> yeah, from Bitchy Richie, the mm-hmm. the person who has a concussion right now. Um, and his head should have been cracked open like an egg. <laughs> but whatever, he has to survive. Cool. So basically, at some point, as he's being drowned, Leroy musters up all this energy and obtains the glow. He, well, he realizes that the master... He's there. He can right. attain the glow. Yeah. So he gets yeah. his little holy roller yellow glow. That's right. Yes. Yeah. The the true glow. And I have a major complaint about this movie. Um so when Leroy and Shonov start fighting when they both have the glow, when they interact, yellow and red makes purple, not blue. <laughs> <laughs> Those should have been purple fucking sparks, man. <laughs> Yes, they were great. I'm I'm wondering if there's like a forum, some kind of forum on the internet that discusses this exact thing. I I hope I'm not the only one oh, who's like this is problematic like because if you follow the light spectrum and nerd 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 yeah, well, like, might you might, you, that's where you might expect to find like the diehard, uh, the spectrum fans, <laughs> the color spectrum, yeah. people. <laughs> the true fans. Yeah, what sub 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 Reddit is this found on? <laughs> Darknet. <laughs> this is on the Darknet specifically. Uh, yeah, they're like, like you know, Barry the Gordon's The Last Dragon revealed what we know about the light spectrum nerd. is bullshit because if you look at the interactions between <laughs> red and yellow, <laughs> exactly. it makes blue, but in nature it doesn't do that. <laughs> Tell me, if you go over we'll the Crayolas on a paper and you mix them, <laughs> what color does that make? It makes orange, motherfucker. You know, yeah. you know what's fucking hilarious is that if you saw this as a kid and then at some point... You've you've seen the the fight that they have and the sparks that are created whenever their glows like interact, and then you're a kid in school and you're using your crayons and you get this whole epiphany, and you're in shock that that's not true. That's not right. It's not right. Yeah, this is all bullshit. <laughs> Wait a minute. That thing nine eleven that happened twenty years before I was born. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you go. What else is a lie? Tell me. <laughs> so in the battle of the fucking chemtrails, man, chemtrails versus uh, the dark glow. What happens to Shonoff? Like his um, fingers start fitting fl- fl- out or f- fizzling out. Yeah, going. Zzz, 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 yeah, he has like a, a bug zapper. He, he has a bit, a bit of a shortage <laughs> yeah. in the glow. His, yeah. his little glow like just changed the batteries. Um. So I mean. Yeah. Basically, Bruce Leroy kicks the shit out of uh, Shonoff, and then Eddie Arcadian, in his last fail, his last attempt, his to, desperate move yeah, to stop the menace that is Leroy Green, he plays Green. his trump card, the gun, <laughs> a forty-five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he shoots Leroy in the most dramatic of ways. Leroy Point falls blank. slow motion to the ground, and everyone thinks that Bruce Leroy is dead. No. Uh, Eddie Arcadian has a 
very arrogant and the Chuck Roll and <laughs> yeah, Bruce Lee is dead. The end. See you next time on Cinequest video. <laughs> right. No secret. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> so basically, what happens is that as he's walking up to his allegedly dead body, Bruce Leroy automatically gets up or miraculously gets he, up. He flips him over, and yeah. then you see that. Like, That's right. He has a bullet. The teeth, bullet little gold, little his yellow his gleam bucket. passes around the catches you know, a bullet with his it. teeth. Right. Yeah. So the myths are true. Bruce Leroy can catch bullets with his teeth. My thing is like why Eddie was not alerted to a problem when he was approaching the body. Because if he shot with a forty-five and hit him in the nugget, then there'd be back matter and brains and shit going (laughs) out the back of his fucking skull. There'd be a fucking little trail of Leroy's fucking, you know, inner chi all over the fucking place. Well, maybe he just yeah. thought it was like an internal explosion, and like he was just so muscular that the matter didn't, the bullet didn't leave the body; it kind of stayed within. I would say just because plot. That's why he because <laughs> of plot. <laughs> You're trying to inject reason and logic into this. Okay, I'll. I mean. Ro- Ro- Roland, are you trying to tell me you've never? You realize this is based on not, on real events, right? Roland, are, are you telling me you've never achieved records. the glow yourself, Roland? You've never achieved the glow. Uh, no, I, I, if I was going like that, I'd front. I'd be worried. Like I'd want to go to the doctor or some shit. You know, I uh, I received the glow when I was fifteen, Roland. So there. Yeah. No, you couldn't have because you're always thirteen. Was it from? Uh, <laughs> was it your fifteenth, thirteen? Uh, it was my fifteenth, thirteenth birthday. Your master. Your oh, okay, gotcha. Or whatever. Right, that tracks you, now. You went out and found a a, a Chinese kung fu master to fucking. He was Filipino, these, Roland. These, you these racist son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and we got kicked out of that class, Tyrese. thank you, because he and his friend fucked around too much. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. All right. <laughs> so, so the end of the movie, basically, Leroy saves the day. All right. He achieves the glow. Yep. He's his own master now. He's popping on Vanessa Charles. His brother's yep. not that much Finally of a dick anymore. A and the, he gets to dance freely in Seventh Heaven Studio, where he's making moves right. on Vanessa Charles. No, he's he's about to learn about. He's about to learn. Moves. Sorry, yeah, right. the the, the movie him. ends with him screaming to the top of his lungs in front of everyone. Um, yeah, show me the moves. Show me the moves or, or something like that. Uh, can you teach you some moves can you teach or something some like moves, that? Right. Can you guys imagine the first time they fuck and she's like, "Here's how you put a condom on," like, Dude, like bitten it on him or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, you have the glow. This is an unrealistic Oh, you have the glow. Everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing raw glow styles. So sexual. <laughs> there you go. They even made it that far. And, but do you think that he would like be like, hey, that's not cool when she calls him master in bed? <laughs> <laughs> right? He's like, please, please don't do that. That hurts our people. Not just me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Flash Dragon Part 2. Leroy joins the Black Panthers and fights against the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Mm. Okay. He singly takes down another dragon. <laughs> <laughs> White dragon. Oh. 
a grand dragon. No, he just sends him chasing the dragon. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> like like all, all others of his uh, era. <laughs> yeah, That's what happens to all the greats. But now, so listeners, if you're still with us, really, this, this movie is amazing You're if you right, like martial yeah. arts at all like it's it's a great movie like yeah. don't like fucking you can just totally skip the it's plot and shit but just, shorter, the but. fight scenes are amazing well because you gotta fit in the badass last fight scene that took up like five minutes you, know, yeah, you could, can't cut so that did, so did the scene where he was talking to her about like trying to learn some moves and uh the the parent like the i think Family only only came out in their entirety in two two scenes, right? When they meet in like their house and at the pizza, and then when they get their place fucked up by showing up in his goons, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and then yeah, they could have gotten rid of the first meeting or whatever there at uh, in the house and just kept the like the pizzeria thing to like show them that would. Yeah, actually, they could have had another shown up scene in there actually, where he's like, "Yeah, Leroy, give Mo enough." Oh, and so I was thinking about it today. I was like, you know, we should totally come up with a MoQuest chant similar to the show enough. Like, who's the funniest? MoQuest. Yeah. Who's the wittiest? MoQuest. <laughs> who's yeah. the silliest drunkards around this town? MoQuest. <laughs> What's my name? MoQuest. <laughs> What's my name? MoQuest. Mo I can't hear you. MoQuest. Mo <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah, I just haven't developed it quite yet, but I've been I have been thinking it's, about it this uh, afternoon. Could use a little work. There's Roland. <laughs> I don't need your negativity right now. I'm trying to build something beautiful. About? Okay, I'm just injecting a, jo- a, a dose of uh, realism into this. It's not. Oh, it's you not call the, it realism. Other people call it Mister Nancy <laughs> negative Nancyism. Uh, same thing okay so um since we've come to the end of this movie i want to go over a little trivia which we did the last time uh so uh oh shit actually uh, one little thing about the movie that i was wondering today so the cops that arrested eddie at the end of the movie was the cop on the left the same actor that played rock he had his fucking like Face down like the whole time, like the fa- like the cap kind of obscured the top part of his face, but it's like the same kind of frame, dude. Hmm. So it's like for him to like for them to cut down on extra actors and shit, and like let him have a little bit of redemption, even though he's playing another character. You know, I honestly don't know. I di- I didn't really catch that, dude. I'm going to try to screenshot that right now and send it to you guys and see what you think. So I'm going to be kind of listening to The Last Dragon right now, so give me a sec. All right, let me uh, go over some of this trivia here. Um, okay, so we said uh, in the introductory sequence in which uh, Leroy Green was uh, doing the karate chops to catch the arrow, that was a stunt that took two hours. And Billy Blanks was originally considered for the role of Leroy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did read about that yeah. at one point. Wow. Yeah, and with his... Um, Watery eyes. He was on on verge of crying on every scene. Um, uh. This is. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. Let's see here. Let's hold up, hold up, hold up. There's something else I read here. 
Yeah, you, uh, y'all, God y'all, damn. y'all, so I'm y'all watching the last uh, scene of Last Dragon before, right when the cops show up. And yeah, Vanessa looks so thirsty. Yeah. She likes biting her lip at Leroy. Just, <laughs> it, could be, uh, it could be all the, it could be all the drugs. Uh, y'all did mention that the character of Angela, the, uh, was parodied, patterned after Cindy Lauper, which is Eddie yeah. O'Kinney's girlfriend. And then we mm-hmm. also had, um, Vanity was the first and only choice to play Laura Charles. And yep. Denzel Washington auditioned for both Leroy and Shonuff. Can you what? imagine that? <laughs> and it said Wesley Snipes auditioned for the role of Leroy Green, and Lawrence Fisher lobbied hard for the role of Leroy Green. Ugh. Wow. I don't know how that was what it turned out, if that was the case, but it Maybe is what it is. Better? <laughs> better? I don't think so. I mean, so. it's interesting like to, to, to hear. That. Can you imagine that big face being Leroy Green? I don't think so, buddy. I mean, I can imagine, <laughs> like, Wesley Snipes, Lawrence Fishburne. Nah, no way. I mean, well, Lawrence Fishburne was good as as Morpheus. That was kind of later on, quite a bit, actually, later on, like, almost 20 years later, uh, that uh, that uh, he fit pretty well. There, so, in the Discord, the best shot I could have of uh, potentially Rock as the cop. Uh, man i can't really tell no it's super hard man and that was the best shot i could fucking grab man like okay so it just it's just it made me wonder okay so we're gonna go over our ratings here again uh last dragon movie 1985 rated pg-13 action comedy Uh, drama march 22nd 1985 as we said directed by michael schultz and stars Timak, Vanity, and Christopher Murney. And this rating on IMDb has a 6.9 out of 10. And as always, we go through a 1 out of 5 or 0 out of 5 rating. So I'm going to start with Roland. I don't recall what um, you gave the last time, but if you can. I don't go. either, but it doesn't matter. I'm still going to throw it. Keep it fresh for now. Uh, I was going to give it like a 2.7. Two points. I didn't hate this movie. What the fuck, you, Roland? I thought we were friends. <laughs> that was lower than the last time, Roland. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna keep your, your first. It's, uh, good rate. it's still it's still what I consider a good rating. All right, I'm, I'm gonna keep your it's, first. It's rating. not. Uh, it's not shit. Uh, this isn't a shitty movie by any most by most means. I would say like uh, uh, his little fucking brother Richie just annoys the shit out of me but i'm supposed to uh like there's some like a lot of jokes in here that are kind of like off color which i also love and they're they're funny as fuck some dumb goy or whatever being a a made-up uh master that uh like print it turns out to be a computer that prints out um fucking chinese fortunes or whatever for the cookies um kinds of stuff is among other like little little scenes that uh, they pull out you know where Fucking Bruce Leroy teaches uh, these uh, um, teaches those three Chinese dudes that he meets uh, on his his search for the master how to play play craps with hopscotch. Yeah, Yeah. it's fucking hilarious. Soul brother number one, soul brother number one. You want to know how to play it down in Harlem with soul brother number one? Yeah, (laughs) right. Uh, So many. uh, So yeah, I like that. What it looked like. Hey, my man, what it looked like. That was a yeah. fucking hilarious scene. <laughs> so in this movie, there's a scene where Leroy is trying to infiltrate the 
three Ds it's we talked about earlier very briefly. We didn't even really talk about these these scenes no, at all. because it's there's really not much there to it. Like, really. but they're supposed to like be the basically the gatekeepers between him and the master. That, so he shows up to them as like with a pizza from his parents' place. And he's trying to like basically act like urban, which is fucking funny. So he tries out different voices, so like he pops his collar, you know, puts on a fucking like, hey, he wearing like a fedora or something. He's wearing like a fucking fedora and then like a mesh shirt, like uh, <laughs> yeah. those. And he's trying yeah. different voices, so he's like, "Hey, my man, what it look like? Hey, my man, what it look like?" And then when he enters the door, he's like, "Hey, my man." What it looked yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, finally settles on a character to run with. Oh, shit. But these guys are like grilling him and shit. They're like, "Ain't you the same coolie we seen earlier?" He's like, "No, we, we just look all alike." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why some off-color jokes you enjoyed rolling because those are yes, fucking funny as fuck. And one of my favorites. they're like, you know, why don't you stick around with us? And because the master ain't here right now, why don't you hang out with us? Like, smoke some herb, drink some wine. And then he's like, oh, no, thanks. I've had too much already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> that was, and uh, that's what turned around. They're like, soul brother. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Um, oh, so, show enough was fucking awesome. Like, I loved. Like I was, um, I was waiting for him to bust out the glow from like the beginning of the movie. When he finally does, I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." Now beat the shit out of each other. Um, uh, Vanessa's character was okay, like as a prop. She pretty much didn't really have anything to do in the movie besides like looking hot and helping to you know push the story along for the most part, and uh, mm-hmm. being mighty thirsty or whatever. Very thirsty. Whole, Throughout the whole ordeal, she's in a drought. Please toss yeah, her a canteen. She is <laughs> straight up fucking like Great Depressioning this shit like crazy. She needs yeah, Dust Bowl Kansas up in this bitch. She yeah. needs to fucking hydrate her vaginas, <laughs> and so that's that's her goal throughout this whole movie. And she finally gets it like people the- people in the Middle East and Sahara going like that bitch. Right, we will send her, her water. <laughs> get her get her loaded to up to water her um, vaginas this fucking guy or, or or powder it or puff it or whatever you know it's like, not perfect lubrication but it'll help it <laughs> right exactly it'll help save she needs, she needs lubricants for that for that thirst you'll chafe otherwise exactly horrible so let's see there really wasn't anything about this other that I that I could say like I I genuinely hated. There were little bits and pieces I just liked, like like I said. But that's because these characters were very like straightforward and meant to you know fulfill certain roles. You know, Bruce Leroy is the 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 innocent hero or whatever, going along his journey and through life and kung fu. Richie is like the fucking just like streetwise smartass who's just trying to like pull some trim or whatever the fuck throughout the whole thing like uh and you know the the family is just you know there as like a uh i guess a like a plot a story base or whatever mm-hmm. like oh this is where they come from this is like uh where they where, they, where they're situated in life currently or whatever and then you have the fucking villain which that's that's pretty much it like they're the ones that are in their story in in 
Bruce Leroy's uh, fucking world or whatever, and they're just sort of reacting to uh, these fucking situations, right? Um, so there wasn't any of that that I was just like, this is too stupid or... Roland? Like, right, I'm done. So, I thought of a new podcast series for MoQuest uh, where Roland describes movies like this, yeah. like Star Wars, like... Yeah, there's some like fucking, you know, rightfully correct, you know, governments and there were some some asshole like rebellion <laughs> dudes and, and there's right. this guy who lived on a farm and, and fucking uh, fall online he was all thirsty for like, his sister. You know what? Yeah. Exactly. That's what it all boiled down to sibling incest and like from that develops the the saviors of or the the themes or the elements to, to, to save the universe. And Fantastic. see that, and that's just a proxy for like how the Anunnaki, uh, <laughs> 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 integrated themselves into desert societies because they're like, you know, bang your sisters, but like your sisters are banging us too. So actually the babies are going to be yours kind of. Yes. And, uh, Still and then that's that how you way. get the Hanovers and fucking Clintons and shit, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, the Habsburgs. Well, uh, Daniel, what is your rating for The Last Dragon? All right. So this is absolutely one of the best movies ever produced in Agreed. the history of cinema. So I'm giving Glad it. I all right, guys. <laughs> give me a second. Uh, I'm giving it five. Uh, Chinese goju is my secret. I bear no arms. May God help me if I ever to use my art. Conscience is our guide. Peace is our shelter. Beauty and perfection is our lives. Mm. So five out of five. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking five out of three, man. I don't give a fuck. This movie is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I, above and beyond, man. I'm pretty this sure you've, seen your, it's, it's, you've sung uh, its praises many a time. Uh, so for me, I'm going to do the same and give it a five out of five. Um, I fucking love this movie and I've seen it multiple times throughout the years and it never gets old to me. Shonuf is one of the greatest villains of all time and Leroy Greens, he's okay, you know, but I mean like, and we could have done this last year for our black superheroes theme for Sin Quest. Technically, we actually we had a discussion about that on whether we or not did. It we kind of really like, did, but it just for some reason we put this movie off for so long and whatever. True, I guess yeah. the time was right, you know, and we did it. But, so twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and again, uh, if you uh, subscribe to our Patreon, you can hear both versions of the episodes, or the original version mm-hmm. and this one as well. So, sure. um, let me see. I was going to say something else, but I completely forgot. What was your rating again? Mine was a five out of five. Hello. Come on now. Oh, just, what, what we were going to do, which we did on the last one, which I want our listeners to, uh, um, oh, we're going to, we're going to, yeah. we're going to rate our villains. <gasps> we're going to rate our villains as of right now. Oh, I want another one. I want to do too. One second. I need to fire Firefox for us. You know what I'm doing guys. Uh, so we're we're gonna rate our villains up until this point that we've had. Um, Rico's first because I can't remember all the villains right now. Okay, so our <laughs> so far our villains uh, for January we did do uh, only the strong, which had Silvedio. Then we had yep. Lopan, and now we yep. have 
Shonov. So we have three villains. That's uh, tough. Didn't and uh, Roland, I I think uh, we pretty much we summed, summed it up, and it was going to be uh, Shonov, Lopan, and then Silvedio so far. Like, that's yeah. the rating. So Shonov is number well, one. And Eddie Arcadian, technically, I guess. Well, Eddie Arcadian would be at the bottom of that list. As yeah, one of the Because, first of all, you got Shonov being a badass, wearing uh, fo- he, football pads. Eddie Arcadian was like... The reverse henchman for showing off. Yeah, so I mean, is it, then in that case, uh, since we technically have two villains in this movie, it's going to be shown off so far. Again, disagree with me if you will. It's shown off number one, Low Pan number two, yeah. Silvetio at number three, Eddie Arcadian at number four. I'd have to say I completely accurate. agree. I okay. mean, like, the only reason Low Pan isn't lower on there than Silvetio is because. Lopan has cool powers and like uh, crazy ninjas and stuff. Like he is basically Vanessa from The Last Dragon. Like in that he's thirsty. Throughout the whole, <laughs> he's thirsty as fuck through the whole movie, and that's what's gonna get him his power and bring him back to life and fix everything. All he needs is a girl to let so him there's into another the game vagina. I forgot we need to play. <laughs> so yeah, Lopan is kind of bitch made there that way. Um, what is what is I don't even remember. There have been many times that I've tried or whatever to get laid. Yeah, there have been many. And none of them yeah. work for shit. Rejected. And so I'm grabbing a beer right quick, but there's another game we forgot to play this episode. I hope you guys figure it out by the time I'm back. I think so, I know what you're talking about. Oh. Yeah, oh. I think you know. Mm. And I think you know. So I'll be right back. Probably. I don't think there was anything to search for though. Hold on. Let me have a incognito mode. <laughs> Last dragon. What do we got? Doop a doo. What does Pornhub say about the Last Dragon? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> all, all I see is like, teacher gives a student a good ass humping on the last day of school. The Last of Us Part yeah. Two. Lesbian ass eating. Dragon gets tests. fucked. Uh, internal camera bad <laughs> dragon. Dra- dragon gets fucked. <laughs> Fucks and comes deep in ass. <laughs> uh, sexy dragon ear eating challenge. Uh, milp. Milip milip. Evil dragon. Uh, the last watch with Daenerys turns into intense fuck and me. Uh, hey, everybody. Hello. I haven't seen anything. Le- lesbian ass eating between the last of... No, that's... Okay, not. so here are the entries I found. Okay, so uh, yeah. the the one of the games that we had intention to pl- intention intentionally tried to play uh, throughout these episodes was does it porn parody, and <laughs> this is our re- this is our Pornhub results for the Last Dragon. So, oh yeah, that's what we were going through yes. there, rattling off. Uh, none of it has to do uh, anything. There are some dragon things involved. In my uh, search, yeah, dragon, the dragon in the pants. Well, dragon, dragon gets fucked. Dragon gets fucked. Eighty-eight yeah. percent. Enjoy this. Yeah, 
the magic of dragons straight part three (laughs) (laughs) sexy dragon ear eating challenge you won't last five Uh mip evil Um, dragon by hooves art i don't know what that is Aletta Ocean backstage fucking big cock. <laughs> the magic, peg, the magic of dragons, part three. Yeah. You'll do. <laughs> uh, it's cool if you're into that. Still not. What we're Internal camera, for. bad dragon, flint fucks and comes deep in my ass. Lots of cum. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, did you see that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna investigate. Dra- dragon uh, it out. Did you all see that? Aha! Dragon, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the magic of dragons. Dragon balls. Let me see. The magic of dragons part two. Smoking hot f- redhead. Fuck man! Holy shit! Red, I'm ten seconds into this video and red, uh, redhead dragon weird. fucking dripping cum. Dragon furry porn. <laughs> Where's my Discord link? Oh, there it is. Um, so uh, there's that for you guys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Internal camera bad I dragon. I don't flip. know. I don't oh, know wow. how you masturbate to I, this. I read. Uh, that oh, was one of the wow. ones I read earlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And I think it's like uh, some people like that all all internal stuff. Dude, how does someone get a camera in there? That's that's my kind of I don't know. I have so uh, many questions. Oh, and then this little plastic thing is personal sort of cum in this chick, I guess. You know, you know, I'm, um, I am I am glad with the fact, but it looks Whoa, it looks healthy. like a spray hose. It does look healthy, you know. Yeah, it's COVID safe, I guess. Right. <laughs> uh, it's a nice color. Very healthy. Wow, that was uh, disappointing. This just looks like a medical video. Yeah, well, probably, dude. Um, but now with that toy that I so, keep seeing. <laughs> so, safe to say we we've been unsuccessful in our does it Yeah, so yes, uh, the movie so The Last Dragon is not or does not porn parody. That's un- that's unfortunate. Boo, boo but this video. Boo, I say. Boo, we say. Actually. All right. Um, does anyone have anything else to add about this movie before we sign off? <sighs> go watch it, guys. If yeah, you haven't that. seen it, go watch it. Just do that. Check please. it out, man. By the way, sure. um, watch. Looking at the search results, I'm I think on page three, trying to take the double XL dragon nut, and that looks scary. <laughs> so, um, well played. Yeah. <laughs> go watch this movie um enjoy it i'm almost certain you will anyone that i've recommended this movie to has enjoyed this movie even if they've never seen it before this uh this is not a bad movie this is very enjoyable so go watch it unless you're jamie then he probably hates this movie Carl. well <clears throat> unfortunate for him. jamie for yeah, you yeah it's unfortunate for him so um Follow us on all social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And again, subscribe to our Patreon if you're so inclined to throw us a dollar or two uh, to hear any sort of exclusive episodes or unedited 
episodes or any episodes that we fucked up and we just throw on there so y'all can listen to how not perfect <clears throat> of a how we're growing yeah how not perfect of a host or actually contributors that we all are and how much we fuck up on a regular basis so you can hear that and let me see what else uh, we might uh oh yeah follow check out our other episodes we also have a anatomy mixtape uh, for all your mixtape music needs, uh, Valley Strange for anything paranormal, conspiracy, conspiracy or alien related, and we also have Fat Food for Fat People, uh, discussing all kinds of fat related items, food, drink, and uh, most recent episode that we did was top five cereals. If you're a fan of cereal, you should check that out. And there should be videos soon up on uh, YouTube at some point or another. Anything else to add, guys, before we sign off? No. No, just a thank you for whoever's stuck on and listened to us through our bullshit or just downloaded us or whatever. It, but if you just download us, I guess you won't hear this, but whatever. Thank you anyway. Yes, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate everyone who does, does listen. And if you have a movie suggestion, feel free to message us at moquest.com, at gmail.com or at any of the social medias. You can uh, direct message us. And we'll consider the movie that you suggest. Uh, if you have a particular villain that you think is superior than the ones we've talked about so far, go ahead and recommend it. And and, and face it, guys, we'll probably do it. Yeah, more than likely, yeah, we will do it. Like, you want true lies? We'll do true lies. You know, like <laughs> just so we can talk about the scene with Jamie Lee Curtis and she strips. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. So uh, signing off. My name is Ray, and in Elsa. Oh, and no, in the Central South sorry, Texas. The, sorry, excuse me, the Central right. South Texas office. studio offices. Ray, uh, from who cares, Elsa? Me and what was what was your location again? Daniel? The Pacific Northwest uh, studios of MoQuest. Yeah. Pacific Northwest division, division of MoQuest yeah, studios. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we all have very nice studios at our locations. You know, like. All Real room nice. treated. Uh, we have Fancy. TVs. We have beer. It's like everything I've ever bought in my life is in this room. <laughs> right. <laughs> they do so well at MoQuest to supply us with what we need to yeah. have the ambiance we need, you know, like for yeah. this uh, luxurious uh, um, service we provide to you, the listeners. And I want to mention them again just because, like, Founders Ale. Or Founders Brewing Company, we love you. We really do. We really do. Uh, again, I did finish my uh, Founders DKML. How was that, man? And um, like, what kind of style of beer was that anyway? Like, because I know nothing about the DKML. Um, it is one of my favorites. Uh, I don't get it often because it's fairly expensive, but it's an Imperial Malt Liquor aged in bourbon barrels, and it is fourteen percent. Uh, but is nice. but it is delicious and one actually if you drink even two or three of these, that's literally all you need, man. And it'll send you send you in a, send you to a good place. Oh yeah, I mean at some point I'm gonna get into those uh, KBS uh, espresso stouts from uh, Founders once again. Right on. And uh, 
again, get a little drunk. Again, founders, <laughs> we love you. If you are so inclined to either send us some beer or maybe a coupon for some beer, it would be nice. That'd be nice. Hey, we'll take whatever, man. We'll take send whatever. us a fucking like a bar a, a bar napkin with a fucking message saying, "Thank you, dudes." Founders Brewing, <laughs> even though it's one of our like fans pranking us, we'll appreciate. Yeah, it. it's it's very true. And, and and you can send that to Jamie's address, which is just kidding. I don't know where it is. <laughs> no, I, don't, and I, don't, I wouldn't do that. I don't remember his address either. But uh, that's our uh, central division of uh, Moqua Studios. But uh, again, we'll see you next time for uh, In the Mouth of Madness. Enjoy. Indeed. And we all stopped talking about the last dragon. Ray, tell Craig to shut up now. Shut that.